0: It's time to get inside the Giants Huddle. Let's go back to your huddle. On Giants.com. Tempo,
1: Tempo, tempo. And the
0: Giants Mobile. Go, go, go,
1: Part go. Of the Giants
0: Podcast Network. Yeah. Welcome
1: to the newest edition of the Giants Huddle Podcast. John Schmoke with you. Today, we'll talk to a couple of the Giants edge rushers, a chat with Lorenzo Carter and newcomer Afadi Odenabo. Just a reminder you can find the Giants Huddle Podcast on your favorite podcast platforms on the Giants mobile app and at Giants.com slash podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a five-star positive review. All right, let's get to our first guest. The Giants signed them as a free agent from Minnesota this offseason, Afadio Denebo. And now we're joined by Giants... I'm going to call him Defender. and We're going to get into that a little bit more in a little bit. Afadio Denebo, Afadi, thank you much for being with us. Thanks thanks hey, for being here. Thanks
2: for having me. It's a pleasure.
1: Yeah, it's good to see you in person, which is great as we slowly get back to normal here. Um, So... You know, Dave Gettleman, after they they signed you, talked about using you inside, using you outside. As you've now worked into it a little bit, you've gotten some on-field work, you've been in meeting rooms. How would you define how and where the Giants are going to use you this Uh, year? I haven't
2: thought much of it. You know, just right now, I don't want to get ahead of the season. You know, the season's still 99, 95 days away. So right now, I'm in a new scheme. So I'm trying to learn the fundamentals. I'm trying to learn the techniques. So Coach Judge is a very uh, particular, he's a perfectionist. So one thing that I've learned, you know, I'm understanding I'm going into my fifth year in the league now. I've had my time in Minnesota. So one thing to watch Coach Judge and his coaching staff is that they're all about efficient movements. No wasted effort. So I see the big picture. So in that sense, there's still much more I have to improve on. But, yeah, I'm excited to be here.
1: You talked about Joe Judge. Patrick Graham is obviously his, you know, guy on the defense. PG, baby, PG. Exactly. And he he kind of. Carries Joe's vision to the exactly, defense. Exactly. Exactly. What is it like working with him and, and kind of learning exactly what he wants out of you?
2: So, so the number one thing that I, what I love about PG is the fact that um, players have freedom. He always coaches. He doesn't want us to be robotic. So the thing that he tries to do as a D coordinator, he tries to articulate what he's, uh what his vision is, what, why he makes these plays, and he wants to, he wants everybody to understand the concept of it. Because when you have an overall improvement of your football iq we can all communicate at a pretty high level especially in a game
1: he wants you to know the why not yeah, just the what right? abs-
2: absolutely we're not we're not robots we're not so see so he, he wants us to use our intelligence and this is this is a very good fit
1: how does that give you more freedom to obviously you're not going to freelance right you still yeah, have to work yeah. within the scheme yeah. but give you the freedom to go out there and make plays
2: so d- just depending on formations you can make a little calculator risk and the coaches will understand why he made that risk. But at the end of the day, this, this, uh, this, this game is all about results. So you know when you make a calculated risk, like, oh, coach, I was thinking this, I was thinking that, but they want to see results. But from that standpoint, he wants you to understand the concept, what the defensive scheme is, what the offense is running, and how can we exploit their weakness.
1: I don't know if I've ever seen an edge rusher room as jam packed as you guys. I don't know if you, can you guys all fit in the meeting room together. Oh uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's a uh, lot of guys in there, right?
2: Yeah, it's different from a standpoint because obviously with the edge rushers, we're clumped in with the the linebackers. Sure. So you know, like so from that standpoint, I'm learning what the inside linebackers are doing. So
1: oh, so you so, so you're in the same meeting as like Blake, for example. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. We're, we're
2: all in the same meeting. So from that standpoint, obviously, I'm trying to learn what the outside linebacker DNs are doing first, but then. You know, once you get a, become a part of this defense, you start playing more and more. You start understanding what the inside linebackers, start understanding what the defense tackles, DBs do. So it's all about knowing what you do first. Once you have a great concept and when you're on the field, you're not thinking about, oh, do I have to stun in or do I drop on this coverage? Versus, all right, this is like knowing my uh, phone number. Now you can start branching out to other positions.
1: How much different is it for you on a base down, you're an on-man front and you're that stand-up edge guy, right? And then you get to a sub package, it's a four-man front, even man front, you're the hand in the dirt defensive end, right? Yeah, yeah it, it's different.
2: different. It's different, but I what, what I ways? love about it is that it keeps the team honest, you know. At times when you're you're a hand on the dirt, you're pretty predictable. So, you know, when a team's watching for 17, 18, including preseason, maybe up to 20. Twenty games, they have an idea of what you're doing, but I think from a standpoint of oh, with all these different uh, packages, it keeps the teams honest and it keeps it keeps them guessing, so teams can uh, find out, can't pick up on tendencies that we we do.
1: Are you starting to get a feel yet? And probably not, because you're not doing game prep. You're just putting the foundation in about how variable and different this defense can be week to week. Have some of your teammates talked to you about yeah, that? A little yeah, yeah,
2: they, yeah. They've all explained to me. You know, uh, I've been watching film. So I've got to see So right now they're throwing a lot at us, and I'm sure from that standpoint, you know, this is like you know, this is a world, this is a world-class organization, and what PG PG's won Super Bowls with New England. So, um, you know, it's different. It can be, it could be, it could be a little overwhelming. But that's why there's preparation. You know, Coach Judge said it best. That's the first game of the year. It's either you're anxious or you're nervous. So you want to be on one side, not on the other side. How thankful that you're
1: coming here for the first year like this and you actually have in-person OTAs and on-field work rather than just the virtual stuff like you had last yes, year. Yes,
2: yes, yes. Because obviously what they, the mentality that's here, I can't imagine what the players went through last year just from a standpoint of uh, not, easy, not going right? through OTAs, yeah. having a new coaching staff, and hopping into camp. So I have not have, have imagined. So I'm pretty grateful just to be able to get back into this, to get back into the swing of football again you know uh, with this uh, with this virus it's, it's made everything a little difficult but now there's some light at the end of the tunnel so yes. I'm pretty grateful for we that we
1: see the light final question yeah. um, just from a technique and approach standpoint what's the difference for you in terms of mindset physical execution of being an inside rusher where you had a lot of success at a few years yeah. ago and then being an outside rusher which you did more of last year
2: so, so, the, so the mindset is uh, I think for when you're rushing inside it's more physicality it's all you know, like all power, no finesse. At times, you guys, you have guys that are finesse guys, but it's all about get, beating making that guard feel uncomfortable and beating him to the spot wall. Uh, edge rushing is more of a rhythm standpoint. You know, um, you're farther off the ball; the tackle's farther off the ball. You have to take a couple stacks, and it's more getting of a groove in. So it's two different mentalities, and a lot of times, when I think for young guys when you're so used to rushing inside then you rush outside it's a different mentality so it's being able to understand the difference it's like maybe someone my closest analogy is maybe someone who's playing the nickel a nickel corner versus uh, the the every down corner so it's just so it's just a different mentality so you have to at times remind yourself that that some of the moves that could work in the guard these tackles are a little more athletic but they're not as not as physical as some of the guys in the um when you're rushing inside.
1: Yeah, and you have more space outside exactly. too, right? Yep. Yeah, makes sense. Afadi, great stuff, man. This was a lot of fun. Thanks so much for talking hey, to you my, my pleasure. Thank you. That's Afadi O'Dedable. We thank him for joining us. As a reminder, limited Giant season tickets are on sale now for the 2021 season. In addition to ticket savings, membership benefits include access to exclusive events, experiences, pre-sales, and more. You can lock in your seat starting at just 100 bucks. Call 888-NYG1925 or visit Giants.com slash tickets for more information. All right, now let's move on to Lorenzo Carter. Entering his fourth season, missed most of last year after rupturing his Achilles tendon earlier in the season. John Schmoke here, and now we're joined by Giants edge rusher Lorenzo Carter. Zo, out on the field already, spring practice off the injury. First of all, most important thing,
0: how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm just excited to get back out there with the guys. I'm just really excited to get on the football field. It's been a long time, but I've been trusting the process, listening to the trainers and everybody, and just putting in the work, and now it's all coming together.
1: I won't even talk to give you a percentage now, but let me just put it to you very straightforward so the fans have a feel for it. When we hit training camp at the end of July, do you expect to have any limitations on you?
0: Uh, yeah, no, nah, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I'm just going to keep doing what the trainers tell me to, but... I think it's gonna be all good by the time the season rolls around
1: well that's fantastic what was that process like for you was this like the first ever serious injury you ever had like what was how was it it was
0: it was kind of tough just because i have never really dealt with the injury where i had to miss extended period of time and i just had to take it back to the basics go back to my roots and just start from square one and Thankfully, I'm in New York, and I have all the greatest doctors in the world and the greatest training staff, but, I mean, they did did everything they could to get me back going, and there's, that's where we are now.
1: How in, I know, obviously, hard work is the most important thing, but how important also was patience and pacing yourself to make sure that while you're trying to get back, you didn't set yourself back by trying to do too much too soon?
0: Yeah, it's... It's tough um, because us being athletes, elite athletes, everybody wants to just keep going and just jump right back to where we were. But with an injury like that, you really got to take your time, trust the doctors, trust everybody around you. And thankfully for me, I have time. I had I had my injury early in the season, so I didn't have to rush. There was no real rush trying to get back for the season. And for this next season coming up, it wasn't really like I had to rush for that. So thank God for that. But It's just just a process. You just got to trust the process like everything else. How long were you like just completely off your feet? Too long, Um, (laughs) very long. (laughs) Thankfully, like the technology and science has advanced in Achilles surgeries and injuries like that. But uh, yeah, that boot, wanted to throw my boot in the huts and once I got done with it were you did, did you have one of those scooters where you had the knee yeah. up on the scooter and you're rolling around yeah started off in the scooter on the knee scooter and then finally started to walk around and put pressure on it but once I got out that boot it was it was go time <laughs> so was it fun to like get out there you know with the helmet I know there's no pads
1: yet because there's OTAs in mini camp, but to test it against your teammates in, in like a real deal scenario was that like a big milestone for you
0: Yeah, it's it's been great. uh, Just running around with the guys, even if I'm not doing all the drills that they're doing, I I still get a chance to be out there, be on the field, and just run around and build that camaraderie and that team bonding.
1: Yeah, I got to imagine now, and I think – At least from my perspective it really seemed like that you were hitting your stride right before that injury last year i mean you were playing i think 94 percent of the snaps you were out there all the time did you feel like it was finally all starting to click for you right before you got hurt
0: yeah i felt like it was definitely coming together um being my third year it was things were starting to slow down i was coming to understand what my strengths were as a player and how to use those in game time situations and it, it sucked like you said I really started to feel a lot comfortable out there but everything happens for a reason and I'm just excited that I got a chance to put something on film last year but now it's time to just go back to work and start over it's a whole new year well let me ask you about something in that
1: answer you just gave me
0: what are some of
1: the things that you recognize that are your strength as a player that you really try to play off of to be an effective edge player
0: yeah, just being, being a smart player, first of all, just understanding everything that's going on around you out there. Uh, as a rookie, it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm in the NFL. Everything's flying around fast. You're seeing Odell Beckham out there. You're seeing <laughs> going up against Tom Brady on the other side. It's like everything's so fast. But then as things start to slow down, you actually – you're like, oh, that's Tom Brady. So you start to process what Tom Brady does. And then it's like, oh, this is – a star wide receiver. I I know I got to pay attention to this guy. Like, it's just those things. And then physically just using my tools, my length, my speed, my athletic ability. the Things God bless me with that everybody doesn't have. So you just got to keep doing what you do, do what you do good. How much do you think the new coaching staff helped you take that
1: next step and understanding? I think it was one thing this staff does well, right? They see the players and they understand how to design their schemes to get the most out of their guys, right? How much do you think that helped you take that next step as well?
0: I think it was big. It was very big. Um, Joe Judge, he does a great job focusing not just on athletic ability, but putting it all together. Um, Making sure you're effective in your movements, making sure there's no wasted steps. And that's one of the biggest things for me because in this league, a wasted step is the difference between a pressure and a sack. And I mean, the more pressures and sacks you can get, like it's the better for the team. And I just want to do my part to make this team as good as we can be.
1: Now in college, Lorenzo, you were more of a off-ball linebacker, right? Here in the NFL, you've been asked to play on the line of scrimmage a little bit more as a straight up edge pass rusher type. Do you feel like you're coming into your own as a pure pass rusher
0: now? Oh yeah, oh yeah. but then that's the thing It's there's, there are a few places where you can be pure pass rushers, but in this system is, we're very versatile. Of course. We're very versatile. So just understanding what role I'm playing in any given situation is huge. And then understanding that, yeah, when it's time to get down and dirty and getting, getting the pass rush mode, then. I can turn that switch on and it's it's great. I love it.
1: So when you get into that third and 12, right? Oh, yeah. And you're the defensive end in a four-man front and uh, you're in that yeah. wide nine and they're like, yo, dude, we're not worried about the running. You see that guy taking the ball? You go get him. Oh, yeah. What are you trying to work on to become more consistent in being that guy that teams have to start game planning for coming off the edge?
0: Yeah, um, taking advantage of those shots. Because like I said, I'm not always, we don't, we're not one of those teams where it's just like, you don't have anything to worry about, go just rush. Of course. nah, we, we don't do that, we play solid defense and it all starts with fundamentals in the foundation, but just knowing when I can shoot my shot, it's time to pin my hair back and then use the moves that I work, man. We we work all summer and all off season on different moves and stuff, so it's time to just put them all together and bring it to the field. You talked about the fundamentals of the foundation, Zo how would you characterize
1: those? I don't want you to give away state secrets now and, you know, yeah, visit, yeah. You know Patrick and Joe you'll throw me off the top of <laughs> my life stadium. But how would you describe those to fans? Because I think, you know, we talk about how variable the scheme is. You do different things every week, different responsibilities, the mental parts, so much film work. Yeah. But there is that basis that everything starts at. How would you define that for a fan so they understand what the core is of everything you guys do?
0: Yeah, it starts with, the first thing we see when we walk in is work hard, put the team first. Um, just, this all starts with hard work though. Um, it's not going to be things that you really enjoy doing all the time, but when you realize the hard work and all the time we put in is what's going to be the difference at the end of the day. It's like, what do you want to do? You want to take it easy now and go home in December, or you want to play into the into the winter and when playing those late January, February games, and that's what we're just working on right now, just putting the time in now so we can get the reward later. What
1: are your goals this year? You know, this is the final year of rookie contract, right? It's a big year yep. for you. What do you want to accomplish in 2021?
0: Yeah, I just want to bring back giant football, uh, bring back that big blue mentality. Um, G-men, It's a whole lot of expectations. I feel like I'm putting on myself as a leader and just as a guy, but it's we got the guys in the locker room and the guys upstairs the coaches upstairs everybody's doing the right thing putting it together and we just got to come out there and see what happens september 12th
1: we can't wait to see it so great to see you back on the field and walking around and, and looking like new and we look forward to seeing you going full going camp all right thank you that's lorenzo carter and by the way folks just so you understand the yelling in the background there uh this interview was recorded while the giant players were recording their scoreboard prompts and one of the prompts has the players, in order to try to pump up the crowd, yelling as loud as they can. I won't tell you who it was. You can play a game and guess, but a very impressive, loud, enthusiastic yeller was in their room doing their shot, not far from us, um, doing their shoot, not far from us while we were recording Lorenzo. So that's what that was, just FYI. I'm sure you were like, what the heck is going on back there? Anyway, we thank Lorenzo Carter for joining us on the Giants Hotel Podcast. Don't miss out on your chance to experience a premier hospitality experience watching Giant games and world-class concerts in 2021 as a Giants suite partner. Limited full-season locations are available or place a deposit for individual games. Call 888-NYG1925 or visit Giants.com suites for more information. As a reminder, the Giants Huddle Podcast can be found on the Giants mobile app at Giants.com slash podcast and of course on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Please find the subscribe and leave a five-star positive review if you're on Apple Podcasts. And remember, folks, word of mouth is a big deal for getting more people to listen to these podcasts. If you have friends that are giant fans, tell them about it. We'd love to have them on board as listeners to the Giants Huddle. For Afadi, for Lorenzo, I'm John Schmelk. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you next time on the Giants Huddle.